0: CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. Personality is a very individual thing... You are who you are, and you're usually quite sure of it. When you awake in the morning, you don't sit up wondering who you are. You know right away that you're John Jones or Edna Smith. But in the story about to unfold, that isn't exactly the case. You'll see what I mean when our tale gets underway. I don't want to give it away. We'll let the drama speak for itself as we go inside a large metropolitan hospital to a room on the tenth floor.
1: George? Darling? How are you feeling? Hello. You're looking much better.
2: Thanks. It's nice of you to visit. Has anyone called my wife?
1: It's all right, dear. I'm right here. I'm your wife,
2: darling. Please, call my wife. She ought to know
3: about the accident.
0: Our mystery drama, A Second Chance, was written especially for Radio Mystery Theater by Bob Juren and stars Paul Hecht and Bob Caliban. I'll return shortly with Act One.
2: Code that brings the instant
3: to life. Kodak wants to offer you some instant fun money. For a limited time only, get a $10 rebate when you buy either the Kodak Colorburst 250 or the new Colorburst 350 instant camera. With either instant camera, you get the sharp, rich, vivid color pictures Kodak is famous for. See your photo dealer for details about Kodak's $10 fun money offer.
2: Kodak brings the instant to life.
3: The new breed brave men and spirited women who settled in a land teeming with promise. They were the immigrants who would forge an independent nation out of the colonies of 17th century America. The New Breed, a new historical novel from the producers of Wagons West. Read The New Breed by Douglas Elliott, the first in the all-new American Patriot series in paperback from Valentine Books. This is Ken Howard. If you're over 18 and already out of school, I have a personal question for you. Can you read as well as you would like to? I don't mean just traffic signs and sports programs. I'm talking about books, magazines, and newspapers, and the labels on medicine and food packages. If you don't read well enough to understand these, you can get help at your library. Many libraries offer assistance for people who didn't learn to read very well in school. If they don't have the programs themselves, librarians can often recommend a local tutor, self-help books or even televised instruction that includes other subjects as well as reading. Twenty-five million Americans have trouble reading, and some of them don't even realize it, or they're too embarrassed to ask for help. If you are one of them, don't waste your mind any longer. The libraries in your area are waiting to help you. You just walk right in and ask for books on any subject that interests you, whether it's basketball, basket weaving, or the mystery of the Baskervilles. You name it, the library has it. They've got your number. Now you get theirs and give them a call. A public service message of the American Library Association.
0: The marvels of medical science are amazing. The number of lives that have been saved in emergency rooms all over the country are almost countless. Today, a man's chances of surviving a heart attack are greater than ever because of new knowledge, quick action, and modern machinery. George Carswell was playing cards with his wife and friends when he was hit with a sudden blow to the chest. He was rushed to the emergency room of the local hospital.
2: Manual compression first. Get that tube down his throat, nurse. Shall we get ready for shock, doctor? I have it ready, nurse. Anything on that monitor? No, no heartbeat at all. More oxygen. We're ready for shock, Dr. Hall The paddles Low voltage first Any response on the monitor? None yet We won't give up Increase the voltage Uh, Who is he, do you know?
1: Uh, Mr. George Carswell
2: Overweight Smell of alcohol and tobacco on him When will they learn? Uh, Anything yet, nurse?
1: Nothing, doctor
2: Adrenaline He's clinically dead right now, but I'm not giving up. Is somebody there? I... I think somebody's there. I am. Who are you? I'm... funny, I... I'm trying to think. I... I don't know what happened to me. I'm... yes, I'm... George Carswell How long have you been here? I I don't know I can't figure it out I You know I don't know where we are Something's Coming back to me Marlin The name Marlin Henry Marlin That's who I am But That's all I remember I know my name But nothing else what happened to you? I don't know. I can't see you. I can't see you? I wonder why. I can hear you. Or rather, I can feel your presence. Uh, uh, how How did you get here? Uh, uh, do you know? No. I don't remember a thing. Lines a blank. I, I feel awfully peaceful, though. I seem... I seem to remember something now. It... Cards. Playing cards. I don't remember a thing. I wonder how we got here. I wonder where we are. You feel a... a sort of... tugging sensation? No. It's like I was... being pulled somewhere. Hey, hey, don't leave. I, I, I don't want to be left alone here. I can't seem to do anything about it. A force. Hey. Pulling. Please. Pulling. Please, don't go. I can't help it. I don't want to be left here alone. Another minute and it'll be too late.
1: Still not breathing. It's been seven minutes, Doctor. I'll Keep at it. I won't give up. Get another syringe ready. Dr. Hall, there's a pulse. Faint.
2: Come on.
1: Beat. Beat. It's there. There. A definite pulse.
2: Lips on the monitor. There goes. Oh, look at that beat. We've got him back. Mrs. Carswell. Dr.
1: Hall, is
2: he? He's alive. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And thank God. Please, sit down. Your husband had a very close call. He was clinically dead for seven minutes. He's critical. Will be for some time, but he is alive. And I give him a pretty good chance. He had no history of heart disease. No.
1: He was never sick a day in his life. We were playing bridge with the Maxwells and suddenly George just dropped his cards. He tried to stand up and he collapsed over the table. Uh-huh. May I see him?
2: Oh, for a moment. He's unconscious. You can look in on him, but don't speak. Sometimes the subconscious will respond and I want complete rest and quiet. He's in intensive care now. Why don't you go home? I'll call you when he comes to...
1: Oh, no. I I would rather stay, no matter how long it is. I'd go crazy at home.
2: I'll be back around ten in the morning. They know where to reach me if there's any change. (laughs) Mrs. Carswell.
1: Hmm? Oh! Good morning. Good morning. Oh, Dr. Hall I've been here all night
2: Mr. Carswell's awake He hasn't said anything, but uh, I think you can see him now Just for a moment Oh, thank you His vital signs are excellent Much better than I expected Uh, Well, here we are George
1: Darling Don't try to speak I'm here. He's frowning.
2: He's heavily sedated. <laughs> but he recognizes you.
1: George, you're going to be all right. You're going to get well.
2: Who, hush, hush,
1: dear. You mustn't move. You have to rest.
2: Uh, who Who are um... Mrs. Carswell? Step outside with me for a moment, please. There might be some brain damage. Oh, no. He was clinically dead, you see, and... When the brain is deprived of oxygen...
1: Yes, I know. I've read about that. Oh, do you think...
2: I can't say anything until we've run some tests. And that will be a while. We've got to build up his strength first.
1: Of course.
2: I'll have you taken home and... Have that good cry. You've been under a terrible strain... Let the tension go who,
1: who are you Good morning, Mr. Carswell I'm nurse wilson
2: uh, uh, w- w- what ha- what happened to me
1: uh, Dr. Hall has to explain that to you uh,
2: I'm in a hospital
1: Yes, two days now uh, Nancy page, Dr. Hall, and send him to intensive care. Mr. Carswell is awake. Your wrist, please. How long have I been here? You were admitted the day before yesterday.
2: Oh, then... then I wasn't killed.
1: Oh, no, sir. You're very much alive. Weak,
2: but alive. I'm... I'm trying to remember... Don't try now.
1: Everything out of your mind. The doctor is on his way.
2: I was practically outside the door when I heard the page.
1: He's awake, Doctor.
2: Well, how do you feel, Mister Coswell? I, I think you've you've got the wrong patient, Doctor. Uh, I'm not, uh, who Who is this Coswell? Uh, That's you, uh, Mister Coswell. No, I, I never heard of him. My, my name's Marlon Henry Marlon. He keeps insisting he's someone called Henry Marlin. Has he ever known anyone by that name?
1: Not that I know of. I've never heard the name.
2: His confusion is natural enough after what he's been through, but this is the first time I've had a patient come out of it thinking he was someone else. They're uh, sometimes vague, can't remember. Uh, talk to him carefully, Mrs. Goswell. Uh, try not to get him excited. I'll try. Yeah, someone to see you. George, how are you feeling? Hello.
1: You're looking much better.
2: Thanks. It's nice of you to visit us. Anyone called my wife? It's all right, George. I'm here. She ought to know about the accident. You'll be all right soon. Who are you? Why do you keep calling me George? Oh, dear. One moment, Mrs. Oh, If
3: only I could get up.
2: Uh, It's too weak. Uh, Please, please call my wife. Where? Uh, Uh, Where can we reach her? uh, There, there's my wallet. Uh, Identification. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was lost Uh, in in the accident. What accident, uh, Mr. Marlin? Well, that's why I'm here, isn't it, Uh, Motorcycle accident A blinding light A c- car, I think I, Oh, I can't seem to remember it all I, You think you had a Motorcycle accident Oh, I don't know I, I'm confused yeah, yeah, Yes, I I was riding my motorcycle I, I don't know why I was going Somewhere
1: George doesn't have a motorcycle Where
2: do you live? Mr. Marland I'm trying to live um, Spring Street I think Spring Street Where? Here Right here in St. Louis (gasps) You you will call my wife, Doctor We'll do the best we can You rest now Her name is Grace Grace Marlin. She'd better know about my accident We'll try I'll have Miss Wilson bring you a sedative. Just rest and we'll do all we can. Come, Mrs. Carswell.
3: Please call my wife.
1: This is very hard to take.
2: I'm sure it's temporary.
1: He's a whole different personality. It's not just what he says, but the way he says it. He's hes just not George.
2: He thinks he's in St. Louis. This Marlin must be someone he's had dealings with in the past, even though he's never talked about him to you. Will he
1: stay this way?
2: I don't know. When he's strong enough, we'll put him into psychotherapy. Try to draw him back to reality.
1: about the Carswell case, Dr. Hall? You're you're really this somber. Yes.
2: It's doubly difficult, nurse. A heart patient has to be kept quiet and above all free from anxiety. Carswell's delusion is upsetting him.
1: Could it be some sort of amnesia? In reverse. Instead of forgetting who he is, the shock of the heart attack made him suddenly remember another past.
2: It seems to me the only possibility at the moment. Mrs. Carswell says he's never mentioned the name of Henry Marland or being in St. Louis. They were buried in his psyche. I want to do something, and I'm afraid to do it.
1: Can I help?
2: I have the strongest desire to try and see if there is a Mrs. Grace Marlin in St. Louis.
1: I think you have to. You'll have to put that idea to rest.
2: Uh, Operator, may I have the area code for St. Louis, please? Thank you. Well, if there is a Mrs. Marlin, what do I do next? Well, Doctor, I'd cross that bridge when you come to it.
1: What city, please?
2: St. Louis. Yes. Do you have a listing for a Henry Marlin or Grace Marlin on... Spring Street? Uh, I don't have a street number.
1: One moment, please.
2: Uh, She's checking. Uh, Sorry to keep you waiting, sir. That number
1: is 5558181.
0: Could it be the same Henry Marlin? George Carswell awakes from a near fatal heart attack and claims he's Henry Marlin from St. Louis. Apparently, he's not imagining things. The telephone company has a listing for him. Is it amnesia? Is it someone George knew from years before and now imagines himself as that person? Or, could something uncanny have happened on that operating table? If you're thinking what I'm thinking, we'll find out the answer when I return with Act Two.
1: Taking a laxative?
0: Yeah,
3: traveling throws my system off.
1: But so can a laxative.
3: Not Metamucil. That's
1: Metamucil?
3: Metamucil instant mix in little packets. Easy to take along. And easy
2: on your system. Because Metamucil is made from natural fiber with no chemical stimulants. More doctors recommend Metamucil for really gentle relief.
1: Mmm, I like that orange flavor. Mm
2: Mm-hmm, me too. Easy to take. If not nature, Metamucil. Read label and follow directions.
3: With all the great paint values available during True Test Anniversary Paint Days until July 12th at True Value Hardware Stores, you'll want to be able to apply the paint you choose in the easiest, most professional way. Hi, Pat Summerall to suggest the Easy Painter 8-Piece Pad Painting Kit for just $444. This handy kit includes two 4 by 6 inch painting pads, a mini brush pad, sturdy tray, and more. Get the Easy Painter 8 piece pad painting kit for just $4.44 at participating True Value hardware stores and home centers. Say that Pat Summerall sent you. Every day, people face all sorts of tests driver's tests, tests at school, and every day, tests on life.
1: Oh, Mr. Cadwell, you're next.
0: Ah, uh, Mr. Cadwell, uh, please take a seat Thanks Are you ready for your test on life? Uh, I guess so Well, don't worry, it's only for practice This time, that is First question If your son broke your favorite fishing rod Would you, A, be understanding
2: Or, B, yell at him?
0: Uh, was it really my favorite
3: fishing rod? Oh, Mr. Cadwell uh, Would you stab someone in the back to get a promotion? How big a promotion? Uh, I mean, I mean Oh, a, come, come, Mr. Cadwell Well, Gee,
0: I don't know well, you can find the answers at your local house of worship. That's where you and your family can learn about handling the everyday problems we all face. Religion in American
3: life, Mr. Cantwell. We need it. A message from Religion in American Life, the Ad Council, and this station. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks, and uh, see you later. You can count on it.
0: doctor has a difficult decision to make. The man he saved from a near-fatal heart attack claims to be someone else. The doctor suspects brain damage until he finds that there's a telephone listing for the man George Carswell now claims to be Henry Marlin. Who is Henry Marlin? A phone call to that number would answer a lot of questions,
2: but then again, it might raise even more.
0: Are you going to
1: call, Dr. Hall?
2: I've got to give that a lot of thought. If, as you suggest, it's amnesia, she hasn't seen him in years. He's been living as George Coswell for 20. What do you tell a woman whose husband disappeared 20 years ago that here he is under a name of George Coswell? I don't know. And neither do I.
1: Suppose you were to call. Yes. Would just ask for him. No explanations.
2: What if he's there?
1: Well, pretend to be a telephone magazine salesman, anything. It's obviously a different Henry Marlin.
2: The operator gave me the number right off. If there were more than one Henry Marlin, she would have asked for further information. Oh, true. Miss Wilson, what do I do? Make the call. Well, before I lose my nerve, let's see who answers 555... 8181.
1: You can always be non-committal. Say it's the wrong number even.
2: Hello? Yes, is this the Henry Marlin residence? Yes. Is uh, Mr. Marlin there by any chance? Marlin. C- could you tell me how he died? Uh, are,
1: are you a friend of his?
2: Uh, not exactly.
1: He was killed in, in a motorcycle accident at Three Rivers Bridge. A car went through an intersection. The gas tank on Henry's
2: motorcycle
1: exploded.
2: This was three days ago? Y- y- yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to have troubled you. Who is this calling, please? Uh, Goodbye, Mrs. Marlin. He died three days ago. Consumed in a fire.
1: Three days ago?
2: But... Yes, but it's not amnesia or brain damage. Whoever this Henry Marlin is, we brought back his personality when we brought George Carswell's body back to life. Good morning. Good morning, Doctor. Did you call my wife? Yes. Is is she coming? Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Marlin. Well, I'm glad you finally know who I am. Do you remember an accident? Oh, yes, yes, I. I was riding my motorcycle, and, and and then out of a side street, a, a car. Well, that's why I'm in the hospital, isn't it? That car clobbered me. Yes. Your wife told me you were in a motorcycle accident. Well, then she knows. Well, why hasn't she come to see me? Doctor, what's going on? I wish to heaven I knew. Well, what does that mean? Let me try to soften this. A man named George Coswell was brought into the emergency room of this hospital three days ago. He suffered a heart attack.
3: Uh, That's the guy you keep thinking I am.
2: We worked on him for an hour. For seven minutes, he was clinically dead. We literally brought his body back to life.
3: Oh, I'm glad for his sake.
2: We brought George Coswell's body back to life, but... Here you are. You're you're telling me that... I'm going to give you a mirror. Tell me what, or rather, who you see. Uh, Black hair, mustache, a small scar on the chin. A face I've never seen before. George Coswell. No! Stop! What are, you, what are you all doing to me? Nurse, I'm getting out of here. I don't know what this is. You've made me up to look like someone else. Nurse! Yes, doctor. A syringe, quick. Right away. You've got to lie back. Uh,
3: sir.
2: Uh, Mr. <sighs> your heart won't take There's this. There's nothing
3: wrong with my heart. <clears throat> I was in a motorcycle accident. doctor. <clears throat> you, you won't bring my wife in to see me? It's a, some strange woman comes around pretending I'm somebody I never heard of. <clears throat> That'll
2: take effect immediately. I <clears throat> want to get out of here. I, I, I want to out uh... of these people are crazy I know who I am I'm me, Henry Marlin but I saw that face, that body they say is George Carswell that voice I speak with not mine but his <gasps> at the building it's coming back now Motorcycle accident. I was on my way to tell them about the building when that car came straight at me. Oh Lord! I never made it. I never told them about the building, the flaw in the elevator shaft. Oh, it's all coming back now. I remember telling Grace about it, and the look on her face.
1: What are you saying, Henry? I can't mean
2: this. I'd give half my life if I didn't mean it. I've checked and rechecked a hundred times. The flaw in the elevator shaft is there, plain as day. But none of us caught it. Well, what could happen? The elevator could collapse. I've got to call Bernie right away. It's his design. He's got to tell them. Darling, the building's almost finished. Exactly. It's going to cost millions to correct. But it has to be done. Oh, the builders are gonna have a fit. Hello, Bernie. Henry here. Look, I've got to see you at the Markheim Building site right away. What's that? Yes, I just discovered it. Well, how long have you known about it? And you never said anything? Well, well I know the spot we're in, but we can't do anything else. I'm going straight to the construction site right now. Henry, What will this do to the firm? It's liable to ruin us. After 17 years of struggle... If only he'd spoken up. We could have corrected it weeks ago with little expense. Uh We've got to admit our mistake and stand part of the financial loss. There's no other way. And I never made it. Just as I approached the building site, a car... I I didn't see it come out of that intersection and... And now... Here I am. A second chance? A second chance to tell them? I'm alive. In another body. I, I, oh, wait a I've got to figure this out. To everyone else, I'm George Carswell. Maybe I've got to be George Carswell to pull this off. Yeah. Bernie won't recognize me. To him... Henry Marlin's dead oh, I've got to figure this out Good morning Hello, Doctor Nurse tells me you had a quiet night
3: Now look, Doctor, i I got to get out of here right away
2: That's impossible I must it, It's something I have to do And I, and I can't do it by phone You've got months of recuperation ahead of you. We can't take chances with that heart.
3: You mean his heart.
2: Well, it's yours now. Doctor, what would happen if if I got out of bed? You could die. What's so important to get up for? It's, uh,
3: it's personal. Look, Doctor, Mrs. Carswell, uh, what's her first name? Janet. Janet...
2: She still thinks I'm her husband with, with brain damage, huh? Yes. She's had enough of a shock. I can't tell her someone else is inhabiting her husband's body. Any more than I could tell Henry Marlin's wife that he's here. You. In a body she's never seen before. Which one of them do you think you belong to? Well, well Grace, of course. just get my head together and get used to this. Oh, I have a perfect disguise. I've got to get back to St. Louis. I know I'm taking a chance with this weak heart that guy Carswell had, but it's a chance I'll have to take. Oh, what am I going to use for money? I think Carswell's clothes are in the closet, but without enough money, I, I might as well forget it. Oh, money! I've got to get enough money
1: He actually asked to see me, Dr. Hall Oh, that's such a good sign
2: Yes, it uh, could be We mustn't expect too much, Mrs. Carswell Not right now George Hi, Janet
1: Oh, George, George
2: Don't stay too long, Mrs. Carswell
1: you look so much better today, dear.
2: I feel a little better.
1: George, you d- do know me now, don't you?
2: Oh, yes. Yes, you're Janet.
1: Oh, darling, darling. You're going to get well. I just know it.
2: Yes. Oh, um, uh Janet. What? Uh, the uh, money for... The hospital, uh, the doctors... Well, oh, that's
1: uh... all taken care of by your insurance, darling. You know that. Now, don't you worry for a second. Yes. Uh,
2: um, if if you need anything, you uh, you do have the credit cards. All of them. George, don't upset
1: yourself over things like that. Just keep thinking about getting well.
2: Uh, Janet, would, would you ask the nurse if, if I could have some ginger ale? I th- I'd, I'd like some ginger ale.
1: I'll get it right away. and just reach her purse. Ah. There. her wallet.
2: Oh, good. Oh, the credit card, she said. The credit card. And his signature on it. Oh, what luck. That's all I need.
1: And $30 cash. Oh, 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 she's, she's coming back. I must get the purse back. Oh, dear, There's no ice. I'm afraid the nurse said nothing too cold. Oh, that's okay. Now, oh, is there anything you'd like from home, George?
2: Uh, no, 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 don't think so. Oh, uh, uh, what happened to my clothes?
1: They're in the closet here, I think. Oh, yeah, here. here they are.
2: Here, uh, you know, I'm. I'm feeling. I'm feeling tired. If if you don't mind, I'd like to try and uh, sleep. Huh?
1: Well, of course, I'll be back tonight.
2: clothes in the closet. Credit card. First get a cab to the airport and a flight to St. Louis. I've got to try to sit up.
1: Yeah. Not so bad. little tinge where the stitches are. I wonder how tall this guy Carswell was. Or is. There. Uh,
2: Standing up. A little... Groggy, but that's from a week in bed. More than a week now.
1: I'll be able to make it. But getting out of here without being seen. Oh, that's the big problem. How am I gonna do that? Good evening, Mrs. Carswell. The visiting hours are almost over. I know, nurse. I won't stay long. I, I just want to say good night. Nell, it's all right. Take a few extra minutes if he's awake. Oh, he ate well this evening. I'm glad to hear that. I won't tire him. Miss Wilson? Miss Wilson! What is it? He's not in his bed. What? He's not in the room. What? What? Well, that's impossible. There's been a nurse at this station all evening. Where could he go? He's not supposed to get out of bed. They're gone. Ah, his clothes. They were here this afternoon. He asked me about them. His clothes are gone.
0: Well, he managed it. Henry Marlin, in the person of George Carswell, has apparently gotten out of bed and left the hospital. A neat trick and a dangerous one, considering that heart condition. But Henry Marlin is so desperate to return to St. Louis, he'll take any chance, it seems. How he managed to leave that hospital unnoticed and what happens to him next we'll learn when I return shortly with Act 3. Oh. WBBM Chicago News Radio 78 Families all gathered Summertime is here Volleyball and barbecuing It's that time of year Working up the thirst Just sitting in the shade Nothing's finer than the taste of Old-fashioned lemonade Country <laughs> time!
3: Like old-fashioned lemonade. Made with natural lemon flavor, so it's not too tart and not too sweet. Country time lemonade-flavored drink. Taste like good old-fashioned
1: lemonade. The South. The end of the Civil War and the beginning of a new life for those who survived its bloodshed. From this turbulent era of our great American heritage emerges the proud, passionate saga of one family, their plantation, and their dreams. Windhaven's Crisis by Marie Desjolais. The eighth book in the best-selling Windhaven Saga. Windhaven's Crisis. New from Pinnacle Books. Wherever paperbacks are sold.
0: For the hungry of the world, life can be worse than death. Because living with hunger means living with disease, blindness, mental retardation. They're crying out for help.
2: Please don't turn away from me. I need. with your help I know I'll grow you will give
0: me hope One quarter of the world's people lives with hunger every day but there is hope. Right now Protestant Catholic and Jewish relief and development agencies are working with people in 90 countries. Please help them. They're getting food to the children and bringing life-giving skills to the adults so the hungry of the world will learn to grow their own food. Send your tax-deductible contributions to the Interfaith Hunger Appeal, P.O. Box 1000, New York 10150. You are the hope of the hungry. Please give. A public service of the Interfaith Hunger Appeal and Advertising Council. a new lease on life. I wonder how many of us, given a second chance, would live our lives differently. That is, knowing what we know now. Architect Henry Marlin knew about a structural defect in one of his firm's buildings, but he died in a motorcycle accident before he could reveal it. He's been given that second chance through an inexplicable circumstance which finds him alive, but in the body of another man. A body with a weakened heart It hangs to life by a very fine thread. And he's taking an enormous chance with it.
2: This is absolutely inexcusable. For any patient to leave unnoticed is inexcusable. But Carswell, a heart patient. We can't explain it, Dr. Hall. The nurse's station was never left unattended. I'm ordering a full investigation. If anything happens to that man, the hospital's responsible. We've got to find him. Security... Dr. Hall here. I want all exits to the hospital covered at once. A patient's trying to leave. And no visitors are to leave until Agnes Wilson gets down to the front entrance. Got that? It may be too late. He might be out of here already. Wilson, get down there right away and see if you can spot him trying to slip out with the visitors. Start letting them through and watch for him. Yes, sir. And send in Mrs. Carswell. Yes, sir. Mrs. Carswell... Dr.
1: Hall wants to see you. Has he found George? Go on in. Dr. Hall, isn't anything being done to find my husband?
2: Everything, Mrs. Carswell. He can't go far. He has no money. His wallet was put in the safe when he was admitted. But we must have a picture to show security and the police.
1: Police?
2: It's going to be bad publicity for the hospital, but his life's at stake.
1: But I have a photo of him in my wallet. It's a recent picture. It was taken last summer at Lake George. I'm so upset I kept... Strange, my credit card is gone. What? I know I had it. I used it this afternoon.
2: Mrs. Carswell, put a stop on that card immediately, from this phone, right now. Then I'll talk to a supervisor there. If he did take the card, we've got to know when and where he tries to use it. Yes, sir? Uh, St. Louis,
3: please. Uh, one way. Uh, when's the next flight?
1: 10.50, sir. Let me see if there's space available. Yes. I can book you on that flight. Name, sir?
2: At Carswell. George Carswell. All
1: right, Mr. Carswell. That will be one eighty-six seventy-five, including tax. Okay, here you are. Credit charge. Very well, Mr. Carswell. One moment, please. Mr. Carswell, everything's in order. If you'll sign here, I'll ticket your flight. Gate 12 at 10.50. I just don't understand, Doctor. Why would George try to leave?
2: Mrs. Carswell, I've got to level with you. I think your husband, that is, the man who walked out of here, may be on his way to St. Louis. St. Louis? Yes.
1: Why did you hesitate? And then, say, the man who walked out of
2: here? Because, Mrs. Carswell, the man who walked out of here is not your husband, but a man named Henry Marlin. What are you talking about? I told you we suspected brain damage, but that's not it at all. A Henry Marlin of St. Louis was killed in a motorcycle accident the same day your husband had his heart attack. His wife in St. Louis told me that. His wife? Henry Marlin's soul, personality, mind, call it whatever you want, is in the body of your husband. I think you've gone mad. When we brought your husband's body back to life, we brought back... Another man. A man, I believe, is on his way home. At least, to the home he knows as Henry Marlin. You're dreaming up
1: fantasies and lies.
2: You think the truth is easy for me?
1: Dr. Hall, I'll accept for the moment that what you say is true, if impossible. But then where does that leave George and me if you find him and he recovers physically?
2: With a man who doesn't know you,
1: and her in Saint Louis.
2: With a man she doesn't know. Coming. Yes. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Marlin. Yes. May I? May I come in? I.
1: What do you want?
2: I. I'm a friend of. Your husband. Oh, I was terribly shocked. By...
1: Are are you the man who phoned last week?
2: Um, oh, come in. The phone.
1: Well, someone telephoned last week asking about Henry's death. He, he just hung up.
2: No, no, it it wasn't me.
1: Oh, I I've never met you. I'm afraid. But then Henry had many business associates. No,
2: I'm uh, George Carswell. I'm I'm sorry to bring this up at a time like this, but you must help me.
3: I helped you? Yeah, just before he died, Henry
2: told me there was a serious flaw in a building he and his partner designed. Oh,
1: that's right. I, I've been so shattered by Henry's death, I, I never thought about it. He was on his way to the building site when...
3: Look, we must well, let when... the builder know about it. I believe Henry's partner, Mr. Ross, tried to cover it up.
1: Uh, Henry talked to him on the phone just before... How do you know so much about this? Who are you? What are you trying to do?
2: Save a building dozens of lives. It's the only honorable thing to do in his memory i,
1: I oh, well, what's the matter?
2: I, I'll be all right. A sudden attacks like this i look, I, I must get to the construction site.
1: I'll come with you. <coughs>
2: I must speak to the foreman at once. That's me, Charlie Jack. You gotta listen to me. I was a friend of Henry Morland's, the architect. Come on inside the trailer.
3: Can't hear you with all that racket out there. That's better. What's up? You have gotta stop construction immediately. What? Get out the blueprints, page thirty-one A, right now. Come on, do it. Hey, wait a minute. I don't know who you are. What?
1: What right have you Please, he knows what he's talking about. Look,
3: there's a serious flaw in the eighth-floor elevator shaft. It has to be corrected. Now, now, get out those prints. Eighth floor? We're up to 20.
1: Mr. Tucker, this man is right. Please do as he says.
2: Well, wait a minute. That's the book. Yeah,
3: that's it. That's it. it. It's a page 31A. There, 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 you see? Hey. Hey, you're right. Something here doesn't match. I better get Mr. Ross right away No, no, call the builders (coughs) Tell them first Hey, you don't look so It's all right, I'll I'll be okay Tell them first, do it now
2: Would you like some tea, Mr. Carswell? No, 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 thank you Uh, It's uh, kind of you to let me visit
1: You, you look so tired Yeah
2: Yeah, I I am.
1: Something's terribly wrong, Mr. Carswell. I'd better call your doctor.
2: No, no, no. I'll I'll, I'll be all right. Just a little weak excitement. Uh, uh, uh. Excuse me. Hello? Mrs. Marlin? Mrs. Henry Marlin? Yes? Mrs. Marlin, this may sound strange, but please try to understand. I'm Dr. Willard Hall at the Medical Center in Houston... I have reason to believe that a man named George Carswell might try to contact you.
1: Why, he's here now. He is? Yes. He told me he was a friend of my late husband. Uh, May I speak with him, please? Oh, you're his doctor. You know, it's most providential you called. He doesn't look at all well. Uh, Can he come to the phone? Just a moment. Mr. Carswell, it's your doctor from... Mr. Coswell, Huh? oh no, Mr. Coswell, Doctor, he's Mr. Coswell. I, I, I think he's dead.
2: Is somebody
3: there? I, I think there's somebody there.
2: Hello. Oh.
3: Oh, it's you again. Uh, You went off and left me.
2: I did? I'm sorry, but I... I couldn't help it. Something pulled me back. Oh? Back where? To finish something. Do you see that light out there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you finish it? Yes. Yeah, yes, I did. Oh, that's good. The light's getting closer. I still wonder where we are. Don't you wonder where we are? I know where we are. The light's getting brighter and brighter. It's going to envelop us. It's very restful, though, isn't it? Mm. Yes, it is. It's rest and peace.
0: Two men whose destinies met in infinity. And one who had a second chance to do what he knew was right, thanks to the body of the other. But their lives on Earth couldn't have gone on under such circumstances. There were two widows, neither of whom could call this man her husband. Their story is finished, but
2: I'll return shortly with some thoughts on the strangeness of life in this universe.